Hi friends! Welcome to Taylor Asks a Question. I'm Taylor and I'm so happy you're choosing to spend some time with me and the friends I get to introduce you to along the way. I hope these conversations make you feel like we're all just driving in the car or enjoying a cup of coffee or even sharing a meal together. We'll cover the spectrum of life's questions and discuss topics that I'm hoping will impact your heart, challenge your thinking, and bring glory to God. Let's start asking questions. Friends, welcome back. This is part two of our two-part episode on gossip. Literally, this conversation is just going to jump right back into a point in a middle part in our conversation. And if you haven't listened, go back and listen to part one to give you context. In this episode, I am going to go ahead and read the larger catechism definition of the Ninth Commandment. The question is question 144 of the Westminster Larger Catechism. It says, what are the duties required in the Ninth Commandment? The duties required in the Ninth Commandment are the preserving and promoting of truth between man and man and the good name of our neighbor as well as our own, appearing and standing for truth, and from the heart sincerely, freely, clearly, and fully, speaking the truth and only the truth in matters of judgment and justice, and in all other things whatsoever, a charitable esteem of our neighbors, loving, desiring, and rejoicing in their good name sorrowing for and covering of their infirmities, freely acknowledging of their gifts and graces, defending their innocency, a ready receiving of good report, and unwillingness to admit of an evil report concerning them, discouraging talebearers, flatterers, and slanderers, love and care of our own good name, and defending it when need requireth, keeping of lawful promises, study and practicing of whatsoever things are true, honest, lovely and of good report. So this was the point of the conversation where it really took a turn and you'll see kind of why I split the conversation into two parts at this point, particularly because you are going to hear a lot more about what it means to have a biblical posture. And it honestly, we, we didn't really intend to talk about gossiping against husbands or children or family in that way. I think when we think of gossip, naturally, we think of a bunch of women just possibly gossiping against other women that don't happen to be there. And I do, with each of my conversations that I have for this podcast, I do research and I come up with an outline and questions, but I always say, we're going to let the Holy Spirit lead this conversation We want to try to get to some points, but we just are really going to let the Lord work through this conversation and and have him say what he means for everybody listening to hear. And I just really believe that that is what happened in this conversation Um, because you are going to hear about um, a vulnerable story with forgiveness and redemption. And it's so good. And it was not planned. I I did not plan for this at all, but it made it so wonderful and it's it's so great. So with all of that, I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's just jump right in. I want to hit on a point. So how do we, you know, use our conversation? Let's say perhaps right. like we talked about, you know, if your husband's sin or, you, you know, you know, a friend who's in sin. Mm-hmm. How do you approach that? Not necessarily a sin against you, but, you know, you've seen the sin and you want to help them out. 
So how do we, we approach that? Right, Matthew 18, right? Isn't yeah. that where it gives us Well, that's, that's, you know, between you and, and them. But I'm right, just meaning like, yeah. I just mean in a general sense, like if you do see somebody in sin. So if someone mind. gossips to us. is So like, it, is that a decent example to say like, okay, yeah, we're there and say, someone is yeah. gossiping so how do to we, yeah, us? How do we rebuke them or how do we you know, stir the conversation into a different way? Or how do we say things? I think the great thing, like you said, steer the conversation mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. If you have to be so bold as to call someone out, that I think should be equally matched if they're so bold to be gossiping in a way that's clearly sinful. Yeah. Intent to mm-hmm. gossip. Intent, yeah, yeah, to harm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we talked earlier, Lavinia, about resisting debate to mm-hmm. gossip with someone about our families, especially. Yeah. You meet a friend they're sharing that they're going through a hard time. Yeah. You're like, it's okay. My husband's the worst. He did this last week. You're not going to believe yeah. this, you know, or my to kid. Yeah. To yeah. relate, but that's betraying the trust of our family who should be mm-hmm. number one, especially we have kids, right? We yeah. have, well, my daughter, you know, she Ex- told a lie this week yeah. or she didn't finish her homework. And then, all oh, right, my daughter, my son, they're struggling with this mm-hmm. and we don't need to do that. We don't need to yeah. shame them. Mm-hmm. We should have the confidence and the discernment and the wisdom not to do that and to protect our families. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, because yeah. it's so easy to do. It just so comes easy. right out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. especially because you're frustrated mm-hmm. and it is right at the forefront. A lot of times, mm-hmm. I I would imagine not a mom, but I would imagine that something you know they tell a lie or they misbehave mm-hmm. at school, and then you again create this story, this wave of like, and this means they're going to be bad in school and they're not yeah. going to get good grades, and then they're not going to go to college and they're not mm-hmm. going to have, and it you just create this like terrible life for your child. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they like just told a lie which again is right. not to discount the credit yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That's sin, yeah. and that should not happen but the the tidal wave of despair that comes yeah. from this it can be in our minds i think we think that that can be squelched that mm-hmm. that oh my fears don't have to come true if i just share my grievance yeah or share this thing share with someone love. and they can redirect me in that but is that really what you're doing? Well, even or are you just trying looking to encourage to the other person yeah. say, oh, don't worry about your kid. My kid used to do this all the time. Yeah. And your kid is right there going, hey, mom. Yeah. Why do yeah. you have to tell them that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, so you're like, what are you talking about? I'm just encouraging them. They're going yeah. through a really. So now but we're gossiping breaking... to our child about yeah. our friend. Like, let's just yeah. make it a whole tornado of gossip. You, 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 break, <laughs> yeah. you break the trust between you and your child who confines in you or comes and says, you know, I struggle with the sin and yeah. then you turn around and you're like, let me spread it around. Right. You know, then that which is child, different than seeking advice. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's different than seeking advice. So when you, when you want to seek advice, I do think you should be discerning and use wisdom to how you go about it because you also want that person that is in sin to have reconciliation with the Lord. Right. That right. What is your, your heart mm-hmm. towards that person? I would say even when it comes to, you know, let's say if your child is sinning, right? I'm so fortunate. I have an amazing mother-in-law mm-hmm. and she is like mm-hmm. a steel trap. She will not say anything that I ask her or confide in her about my kids. She genuinely will pray for me, give me guidance. And if I tell her, this is why I'm making a choice to avoid these people or this family or these friends, she says, don't tell them a word. Mm-hmm. You don't owe them any explanation. Mm-hmm. Protect your child and protect your trust with her mm-hmm. and let that be the end of it. And it's so reassuring to have someone say, you don't owe them an explanation. 
Mm-hmm. You're making a choice for your family. And even about husbands, mm-hmm. like we talked about preference or sin. Mm-hmm. So our preference of where they throw their socks mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not the same thing as a sin of addiction or whatever. There are so many things that men struggle with as well. Yeah. And like God in his wisdom, we talked about, mm-hmm. has already ordained elders in the church and pastors who have authority over the husband. We don't need to shame them to our friends. Yeah. If we want their betterment, we should go and follow scripture and do what God has ordained for our good. Isn't it crazy? Obedience to God mm-hmm. is for our good. It's so wild. <laughs> so wild. So how would you encourage other wives and moms out there? Because to to know it, how would you, if there's scripture or even wisdom that you have been given to pray, tell yourself and of how to be discerning of, is this a preference or is this a sin? Cause I think that we're so selfish <laughs> naturally that it's easy to blur the lines mm-hmm. of this yeah. preference is a sin or it's, It's a sin against me. They know I don't like this, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it anyway, which for all intents and purposes could be their selfish sin. Mm -hmm. It does not make it okay to sin in response, Mm -hmm. but how, what has been God done to renew your mind or brought conviction or any, any, I'm giving a bunch of different options Mm -hmm. as to how to seek the Lord to grow in understanding what is sin versus preference like you're talking about you such good advice here to our married friends <laughs> well actually i struggled with that for a couple of years okay. before the lord has changed my heart i mm-hmm. had friendships where i would gossip about my husband to them mm-hmm. and because we had a rough marriage at the time i thought that com- supposedly I would not even say confining in them because I was straight up gossiping Mm. I thought that just you know I just want to let it off my chest and you know and then I turn around and I'll cook food for him and serve him and the Lord has really convicted me of that sin and I had to repent to my Mm. husband and that was the hardest thing I ever had to do because I actually had to confess everything that I said Mm. and I truly thought that my husband is going to be really mad at me mm-hmm. and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I've never experienced such grace before mm-hmm. to confess such sin mm-hmm. and disrespect that I did. Mm-hmm. And for him to say, I forgive you. It was like, like such a relief, mm-hmm. a relief, but also I, you know, it was grace and mercy mm-hmm. and, he didn't, he's not even holding that against me. You know, Mm. he's not, you know, reminding me of what I did, but the Lord changed me in that. So if I hear a wife talk about her husband in such ways, I ask her, you know, have you talked to your husband about this? Mm -hmm. Is this something like we said, you know, is this a sin against God's, you know, law? Is this a violation or is this just like a, you know, like Taylor said, did he just throw his socks? Because if he did, go pick him up. You know, serve him um, as yes, if you are for him. the Lord. Yes, yeah. do it unto the Lord. Oof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's yeah. convicting. Yeah. Right? yeah, sir. Can, yeah, our, honor him. Honor him and, and yeah. respect him. And that, like I said, that was something I struggled with. I didn't even think I was going to talk about it, but um, it was, yeah, 
I'm glad that the Lord changed my heart in that. And mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, if a wife listens to this and she does this, you know, I hope that the Lord also convicts her of this sin and she may repent. And I hope that her husband will give her the same grace and love mm -hmm. and forgiveness that my husband extended to me. Mm -hmm. Because again, what I did was sinful. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring it to a pastor. I didn't bring in, you know, and, and again, and I should have, if it was such a violation of God's law, but it was not, it was my preference. He was, you know, Right, we're not covering up our enabling sin. Like, yes, that's not yes, that was not yeah, it. Right. It was just like, you know, just pure gossip. That's it. That's mm -hmm. all I can call it. I mean, what do you say? Our culture mm -hmm. is just a breeding ground for mm -hmm. that type of attitude where yeah. we're just venting. We're just we're venting, venting because exactly men are venting. pigs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. how, how yeah. did you told him how long have you been married? Like, it would yeah. be so yeah. easy to be like, you've been married for so long. He knows you don't like it. Right. He's disrespecting you. Yes. Right. Like, and it's I, so easy to yeah. turn the tables. And that is completely the opposite of biblical, you know, like, and, relationship and role. Yes. And that was actually something that I wish that they did. Like, you wish they would have come they, to you uh, and said, yes, stop it. Stop it. Yes, mm -hmm. I wish they would have said that to me. I wish they would have mm -hmm. said, hey, but you But they let you dig yourself a grave, really. Exactly. And you know what that did? That made, like, I was bitter towards my husband. That mm -hmm. put other sins that shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they would have, and again, that's my fault as well, because the scriptures right, are here. Accountable I could, for yes, I'm accountable for mm -hmm. what I did. But this is why, you know, when we have friendships, I truly believe that you need to have friendships that are rooted, not just on shallow conversations, but mm -hmm. also deep, yep. grounded and, you know, mm -hmm. point you to the cross. Yes. To point sure. you to the cross. Mm -hmm. Like you are in sin, like, you, you know, hold you accountable. Hey, friend, I love you. You're in sin right now. You need to repent. Yeah. And what you're saying about your husband is disrespecting him. So I would, you know, like for you to go and talk to him, mm -hmm. you know, you can rebuke them with a spirit of gentleness. You Proverbs have 27, to, yeah. five through six, better is an open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse yeah. are the kisses of the enemy. Mm -hmm. there you, go. you can get a lot of kisses and it feels good. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. But then it damages you. In the yeah. Long run, Sin so. leads to death. Yeah. So as absolutely. friends, we should not want to let our friends continue to sin. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think that it's like, again, with our culture, we are so in this non-shame you know, your truth, live oh. your best life, you know, love yourself. It's just yeah. repulsive. You are, you are you enough. Are, yeah. And, but I spoiler, have been convicted not. that, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. <laughs> but I feel like we are Christians. Mm -hmm. That's it. We are not of this world. We are not to partake in this culture. We are to be a light. We are to be the salt. Mm -hmm. So when people say, wow, I noticed your husband has gone a lot can't believe he doesn't help you with the kids more this is not for me to say yeah did you know how many times he took a trip this year let me tell you do you know how many times <sighs> i took a trip you know yeah. that is sinful mm -hmm. that bitterness mm -hmm. and that complaining and mm -hmm. grumbling and dumpster driving mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's sinful <laughs> yeah and what we should do is to say look at me my husband loves me mm -hmm. loves the lord he provides for our family our children are healthy I have a roof over my head. I only have things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. yeah. Isn't that kind of baiting? Like that's someone <laughs> yeah, who is. really does not have your intention to be right. like, mm -hmm. to say like, wow, your husband isn't gone. We it's, need to be wise about who we're like, talking to. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Because oof. some people just want to know. They don't want your good. Yeah. 
And that's just yeah. the sad truth. Because yeah. there, I think that maybe, because there could be a better way to, like, if you know that someone's husband is gone a lot, like they are a pilot right. or they have a job that does take them away. It's like, hey, I know that your husband works a lot. Can I bring you a meal? Can yeah. I, like... That is not, that is, yes, that is showing hospitality, yeah. that is care for a sister. You care about the person. Yes, yes, you care about the person. So it's mm-hmm. like incredibly reflective in how you have that conversation. That is, and it's, it's, oh, I don't know how right or wrong this is, but it's like almost the same information, but like literally everything else around it is completely different. Mm-hmm. The context yeah. of the information mm-hmm. is not to bait, to get gossip. It is to serve someone who, you know, probably is maybe having a rough time because their husband yeah. is working yeah. as a means to provide for their family, which right. is so honorable. Which we should encourage which our absolutely provoke them to complain. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I have to say that this is kind of not related to gossip, but it's such an encouragement to me. And I believe to women is the story of Esther. Like I was mm-hmm. telling Lavinia, you read Esther the first time and you're like, wow. She's so brave. She's one of the amazing women in the Bible. She's read... one of what two female mm-hmm. books? Yeah, Ruth. And She's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah, but then you read it again, and you're like, "Wow, that's so amazing that God really used her to save the Jewish people." And then you read it again, and wow, that's crazy. God would have saved His people with or without her. And then I read it again recently, and I thought, "Wow, she is such an amazing woman mm. that she." You know, what What caught me this time around was that they are in a 12-month beautifying process. Yeah, preparation mm-hmm. for... With the... seven other women. We barely make it through brunch with a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. And she was told not to gossip, not to say, share yeah. that she was Jewish. Right. And all it says was, and she didn't share because she was obedient to Mordecai who raised mm-hmm. her and she was obedient to him from her youth. Mm-hmm. And I was just you know, dumbfounded by that. We can take encouragement that we can ask God to sanctify us in this and let us be women like Esther who have control over our tongues. Can you imagine not, how did you grow up? I'm not Jewish. Yeah. (laughs) Not Jewish. (laughs) But yeah, no, that is, I mean, self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So we can find hope in that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, I have not thought about it. Yeah, man, that's, that's a really, that is gossip related. That's not not gossip. Well, I mean, is it gossiping to say you're Jewish? I don't know. Well, we don't know, but it's the idea of self. She was obedient and had control over her, over her tongue. And it says, I mean, even later, now Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. I mean, she just seemed like a really amazing one. Even when she was coming to the king with her great request. She didn't Mm -hmm. come to him and say, oh my goodness, didn't you know that I'm Jewish? How could you be doing this? She just said, I'm prepared a feast. Please come. Yeah. No pork. What if they had served pork? What would she have done? Yeah. Right. She's like, I'm hungry. Yeah. I already (laughs) ate before I came. (laughs) You know, but just having that, having that heart process serving and of wanting to sweeten, you know, to be sweet and to be kind and to be serving and to be controlled and not loose with our emotions and with our words yeah i mean we know you know i forget where it is but i think it's proverbs or psalms i should know this but out of the heart the mouth speaks like we know that that is like yeah we know that what is out of our mouths is reflective of our hearts and 
James 3 is all about taming the tongue. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I will just read it. Uh, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man yeah. also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also, though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. It's, it's just wild to think how God designed our bodies in the same way as to like reflect those other things in nature Mm -hmm. in his creation that these small things have so much power and are so reflective of um, more images. Yeah. He's spoken mm-hmm. all things yes. came into existence. There is power mm-hmm. in words. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4.23, from the heart all things flow. Yeah. You're right, Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, go on, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just so interesting to think about that because it's like our hearts are wicked. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to actively be in the word and act like you said, yeah. like actively captive your thoughts and tra- mm-hmm. be transforming your mind so that you are conscious of what's right. coming out of your mouth. Because if, if you are lazy with it, it is so easy just to be sinning and not even mm-hmm. recognize it. And yeah. So, I mean, I think, and also, like, I've been working more on, we talked about having private versus public lives in Christianity, Mm -hmm. right? And we were talking about what is easier for us. And I've been convicted lately that we are in such a nice Christian bubble that publicly, it's very easy to live our lives as a Christian, but privately, are we truly praying and reading our Bibles like we should? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so being more intentional about that, it's like God will reveal to you so many things, even... I was listening to a John MacArthur podcast. I was telling you ladies about, about unity, the invisible unity becoming mm-hmm. visible. And I'm thinking about gossip all week, you know, not about mm-hmm. unity, but, mm-hmm. but it says that mm-hmm. gossip separates close friends and the opposite of separation is unity. Mm-hmm. And John MacArthur quoted from John 17 mm-hmm. about how Jesus is praying for those who know the one and only God. So for believers Mm -hmm. that we would experience the unity of the Trinity specifically. Mm -hmm. And that's just Mm -hmm. wild that Mm -hmm. our God is praying for us in such an intimate way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. So crazy. I will give um, another verse for encouragement from everyone. It's Romans 12. To do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, Nicole, you were talking about the renewing of our minds and being in the word and to not be conformed to this world. And man, I think we are seeing how easy it is, even though we, I feel like, I mean, I mostly have Christian friends. Like, Mm -hmm. I work in a job that is very secular. Mm -hmm. Very secular. (laughs) Um, But I feel 
somewhat insulated. Like majority of people I spend my time with and right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, I have non-Christian friends too. I don't need anybody emailing me and being like, who are you hanging out? That's not a Christian, but (laughs) to have a good community, a strong community and to still have this struggle is like, and have been, been a Christian for so long to have been reformed. I feel like I understand theology. Mm -hmm. Like, You've made it. it, it <laughs> no, I, that's the that's the hilarious thing is like to just constantly have this like man, this struggle of the flesh until you know Paul who we, says right. It's Paul who says I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I want. Romans to do. or mm-hmm. yeah, Romans seven, like yeah. twenty three, I think twenty three through twenty eight. It can be discouraging. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's but we have a God who sent his son to die for our sins and we can take courage in knowing that the all of this was foreknown not just foreknown but sovereignly willed yeah and do you mind if i read these two verses from thessalonians go ahead these verses were like when i was really diving into like understanding god's sovereign sovereignty yeah and human depravity yeah. And I just love Thessalonians. I mean, all all books have their just amazing. I mean, but Paul, there's something about Paul's letters. Yeah, I just I, I have. I there are Christians that I do not like Paul. Right? There right. they like red. We call them. There the term for them is like red letter Christians. Like oh, I well, heard Jesus that and I didn't, didn't know what that meant. Jesus didn't say this, or Jesus. It's like you are literally removing wow. so much from Scripture. You have like. It's wild to me that yeah. that's where yeah, a lot of focus on what Jesus said. Yeah. That's what yeah. Jesus said, what Jesus I mean, did. And I so I was like, what is the letter that is read? Yeah. Cause in, yeah. <laughs> in the old Bibles. It's, all yeah. R E D. Yeah. Not R E A D, but like R E D. Cause yeah, yeah. All of Jesus's words. No, I mean, I knew R E D. Okay. But yeah. I thought it was like, like L liberal R Republican. What oh, is the letter? Red letter. <laughs> Got it. Okay. But all the so letters it's a red. It's color red. red. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. So it's just, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm fairly certain that that's what it means. I'm sure you're right. It, it lines up with the their, it, now. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, the it, check, it checks out. So, yeah. And it's just like, man, which, I mean, to a degree is admirable that they can admit, like, I don't really like what Paul has to say. And like newsflash, I don't know that most people love hearing these things. <laughs> like, submit to your husband. Who wants to hear that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's that's yeah. a oh seriously. Like so much easier said than done. Like I, I you know, as an unmarried person, I'm when he says it's better to be single, I'm like sometimes. And yeah, yeah. Oh, she went on vacation with me and my husband, and she was like, "I'm so glad I don't have a husband." <laughs> It's very sanctifying. You know, you I was just like, like wow. the benefits of the husband by going, you know, yeah, just to, to see the to see the different relationships, which I'm incredibly grateful to have friends who don't. Sh- I mean, obviously, I don't know details of people's marriages, but like to see real marriages and real relationships, and to see the human struggle, I think is incredibly beneficial to unmarried people as encouragement of like, it's not the adult table at Thanksgiving. Like, don't think that it's just better. It is a gift. It is beautiful. We are not owed it, but it is an encouragement. Um, when I, for, for me sometimes, you know, that is, it's really, 
It's like it, Elizabeth it Elliot says, don't mm-hmm. be surprised you married a sinner. There was nothing else to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and same goes yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah, I'm my, um, my mom has said she, I don't think she realizes how biblical this was, but she has always said about marriage that it's an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's also dying yeah. to yourself. Yeah. A lot oh, of yeah. the times. Yeah. Yeah. Self-sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, picking up gonna... those socks when you don't want to. Yes. For the Lord. For the Lord. So I didn't think about those things until um, Nancy Wilson was, you know, talking in one of her podcasts. And she's like, sometimes you just have to quietly pick up those songs. I mean, Nancy oh, Wilson. Oh, to the Lord. And with her, just like, with her, her, yeah. her setting the tone yes. in our home. I was yes. like, uh, I was convicted oh, about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she sent it to me. Yeah. I had a moment with my family. Mm-hmm. My husband had to call me out. And so she sent that yeah. one. And I was like, okay, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When Nancy Wilson talked about her oven, I yes. felt like she saw me in my soul. Mm-hmm. What? I need more explanation because on this. My children broke off the knob to my oven. So only the Lord knows how hot it really gets. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, the the handle squeaked or what was it? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel that deep. Her daughters had a podcast about don't be a miserable cow. Yeah. Yeah. I made a a sweater with that. And I was going on a rampant about ironing clothes on a Sunday. I was really stressed out. And my husband comes behind me and he's like, don't be what your sweater says. And I was like, (laughs) I couldn't say anything back because I was like, you're right. You know, I I was like, you're right. I am a miserable cow and I need to. Is there a better way to put it? Yeah. I mean, what what affection from a husband. (laughs) Right? Don't be a miserable cow. Just it's like, true. Don't be what you it's true. You have to smart on his part. You cannot that just is... say don't be a cow. You have to yeah. put miserable in there. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then if and it then does if, yeah. require context. Mm-hmm. Context but, is huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So sometimes you know those mm-hmm. those slaps are really good. It's like a mirror in front of your face. You guys, and, yeah. I really think... and praise the sorry. Oh no, that's like, okay. Praise the Lord for that because yeah. that is a sanctifying process for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I feel like Don't Be a Miserable Cow is maybe going to be the title of the podcast. I don't know. It's got to be a question, though. Are you a miserable (laughs) cow? How not to be a miserable cow? Are you a miserable cow? Even though that's more in relation to marriage, but is that... I mean, I mean, but that's also applicable. gossiping. How much of a miserable cow do you have to be to gossip all day long? Okay. I was like, I don't know in the total that's context, but other people's yeah. you know, and yeah, taking yeah, joy yeah. in other people's misery. That's yeah. totally yeah. cow like. Yeah. There you go. Totally. Cow-like. What a heifer. <laughs> what? A heifer. <laughs> right? Um, okay, Taylor, why don't you read? The, I was just going to say, you know, especially about name. gossiping gossiping but all sin Mm -hmm. it's all a process of sanctification which when you start learning theology you're like what Mm -hmm. is sanctification yeah am i saved and our pastor demon was like don't be confused about salvation Mm -hmm. versus sanctification Mm -hmm. and we were like what does that mean yeah Yeah. and he was like you will go on the roller coaster of Mm -hmm. highs and lows on your walk with god but don't lose hope this is a race of endurance and i found such encouragement from Two verses I pulled up from Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5.23. Mm-hmm. 
Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Second Thessalonians 1 verses 11 through 12. To this end, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's like, is that not the most encouraging when you know that God is sovereign? Mm -hmm. And when you know that he wants you to be sanctified for his glory mm -hmm. alone, mm -hmm. it's so encouraging. We can rest assured that if we are obedient to his word to the best of our abilities mm -hmm. and we continue to confess and repent, and we continue to hold up a mirror and take the log out of our own eye, mm -hmm. we can rest in the peace that God will sanctify us mm -hmm. for his glory. Mm -hmm. yeah. So reassuring. So and if you struggle with the sin of gossiping, like bring it to the cross. Yeah. You know expose where to put this it. Yeah, expose it. Bring it, it. Yeah. bring it to the light. Yeah, yeah. bring it to light. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, friend, I'm struggling with this. Help me out. Hold me accountable. Yeah. Repent of it. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're not going to fall into temptation, but mm -hmm. the Bible says flee. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to go for yes. you. Flee. flee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that goes to understanding what yeah. repentance is. Yes. I always thought for as long as I can remember the repentance yeah. was confession. They were basically like an interchangeable mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. And then we were listening to what have you, and they were like, you know, like repel. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's turn different. Ignorant turn ignorant ignorant. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. You, you have yeah. to turn away. You have to flee. You cannot just confess it and continue and yeah. fill. You, yeah. yeah, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had the idea that you have to like sorrowfully like mope. You know, right? Like, grieve, grieve. Truly grieve. Well, there are sins that you have to grieve, but you know, the idea to me was that you know, for for me to repent. I have to do it in front of church and like cry right. about it and that feel, you know, the, the guilt and the, you know. So yeah, when is that I a heard, Slavic like a trigger? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's a little Slavic PTSD. I, she's fine. Yeah. So when I heard that, that was very liberating. I'm like, you mean confess, repent, and turn? Like that. It's between you and God and the yes. person who you and have I'm offended. Like, and then I can just move on without all of that? Yeah. That was so liberating hmm. because, you know, it made it so much more. I mean, thinking you Forgive have to confess me. in front of a whole congregation, it just really uh, enables people to hide their sin. Oh, True. yeah. There you go. So you don't Who want to confess. To tell public everybody. shaming. Yeah. Like, public shaming. Yeah. That's, wow. That is a lot. It's a mm. lot of weight to bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, thankfully, Christ died for those things, but. Yeah. Who could bear it? Man. Yeah. Well, I mean. Do we have any other last thoughts? Any bits any of encouragement? <laughs> any like other confessions? Or my goodness. Thank you for, by the way, thank you for sharing that, Lavinia. I really appreciate you sharing that story about. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I don't really like to share it because it's, it is something, you know, like personal, I guess you would say, and very, yeah. but sometimes I do think that it is important, especially for young women who get yeah. married, please stir away from that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. if your husband truly has sinned against you, go to him. Mm -hmm. Don't call your friend. I'll go to your please. elders. Yeah. If it's a, a, a sin that needs to be rebuked by a, an elder, yes, go to your pastor, but please do not call your friends. Don't tell them 
what you know unless you reconcile with your husband mm -hmm. yeah don't mention it because you know what you will make up with your husband things will be okay but will your mom but, ever forgive him <laughs> true will your mom oh, will yeah. your friend oh, you turn and then people. also yeah. exactly and mm -hmm. also it 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 plants bitterness into your own heart yeah and then you you still have to serve your husband but you're not doing it with the loving heart or sacrificial mm -hmm. love you're like here you know in and your that's, sandwich and then and you think that you're not sinning because you're like what do you mean true. i'm feeding him i'm doing his laundry true. You feel justified yeah you feel justified but then when you hold up the mirror right when you look in the bible and the words of god you're like what have i done mm -hmm. you can truly destroy your family with that like being ministered to <laughs> guys we listen to a lot of podcasts it's yeah. not us so, no but okay. to your point living it you know you think that you are not sinning mm -hmm. and then when you realize that we are mm -hmm. sinning big time mm -hmm. and then we think for how long i have been serving my husband as a miserable cow yeah. and he has been so gracious to me mm -hmm. and how sinful can we be against god mm -hmm. in in denial of our sin mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. denial of his truth mm -hmm. rejecting his commands mm -hmm. the ninth commandment being what we're talking about mm -hmm. yeah we can live thinking that we are not sinning against God or God knows my heart and he mm -hmm. forgives all and he loves yeah. me, right? He died for all of this mm -hmm. stuff. So he'll die for this but, one too. But by no means, we right. don't sin by so no that grace may abound. may abound. Exactly. And having conviction and saying, wow, he was, God's timing is good. He's way more patient with yes. me and gracious to me than I ever deserve. And actually, if we took that attitude towards our families, mm -hmm. Or even our friends and said, wow, they've been really patient and gracious towards me as I've been a miserable cow. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. I deserve that. Yeah. And then you will really be convicted and you'll shape up real quick. <laughs> Until the socks we'll get left so. again. Yeah. <laughs> and then they rinse and repeat. Them Throw them. Rinse and repeat. The yeah, socks get thrown again. Yeah. And before you know it, yeah. those socks will be endearing because you'll be like, every time these convicted me, it pointed me to the Lord. Yes, mm. totally. Yeah. 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 And you'd yeah. be grateful for that reminder. You're like, oh, thank you, God. You just wanted to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for that. Just when you think your self-esteem can go any higher, the Lord is like, pick up. Pick up, pick up. Pick up the socks. <laughs> I have it's dishes in my house too. Dishes yeah. get left everywhere. So. Oh yeah. I mean the thoughts to be clear, it's not my husband, it's one of my children, and I won't name names. But they just get put everywhere. And then yeah. we had a good laugh. Again, I'm not gonna man, I kinda wanna say anything, but that would be gossiping. <laughs> We've had and this great episode gossiping. and to end, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to end this, we're gonna give you a little uh, little taste. Little an example of what little not teaser. to do. Yeah, a little yeah. teaser. Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's it is well because and I mean exam like that is it's mm -hmm. that easy. Yeah. It is that easy, yes. and that is really. <laughs> Before you know, it sneaks just, right up. <laughs> I mean, truly, when you're not looking, right when you feel yeah. like, oh, this is great. I finally have clarity. The Lord yeah. has grown me. Mm -hmm. Look at me, and then it's like, oh, then yeah, socks. The devil lurks like a lion, right? Yes waiting for the yeah, opportune crap. time even when satan left jesus in the desert mm -hmm. he said he didn't leave him for good he waited for an opportune time mm -hmm. so we have to always be vigilant and on guard yeah he's crafty crafty he doesn't yes. come dressed in a boogeyman yeah no he does not he comes he like comes socks. as a beautiful friend he looks he like, like socks, socks. 
socks and dirty dishes. That yeah. is what the devil is like. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I have been so blessed by this episode, which is I truly this season is just gonna be a just thinking. Like I mean I'm ready. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I can't make it under an hour thus far. I don't know what the other episodes are. Probably just going to be just as long because the conversations are just so good. And I'm so thankful um, for all of you to come and be a part of this. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Hopefully we can figure out some other Thing to talk I mean, about, when you first said sure. gossip, I was like, Lord, why us? <laughs> and now you're like, and, and now like, I know why. Joke? Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> I just think she knows we like to gossip. No, because I told her about the flat earth. I'm yes, not. she told me about the conspiracy theories, and I, like, and I just said, So honestly, <laughs> like, like all the, all the I mean, you can't, you can't take this back now. This is on the internet. Yeah. So this like, this is, it's in the universe. universe. I mean, it's like, <laughs> in the shall, shall we do the disclaimer again that we do not think that the earth is Yeah, alive? we don't. Like, But if yeah, you look, do have good yeah. points, holler. <laughs> I think, don't worry. I'll leave their Instagram <laughs> handles. Where you, what's your Instagram, where Lavinia? Can you? <laughs> yeah, where can we find you? Just use my first name and last name. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. We're not going to do a conspiracy theory podcast oh yeah. like, my god i will say i think professor demon was concerned that anyone lets us homeschool when we were asking him yeah. conspiracy <laughs> yes you teach your children you're like children? somebody lets you yeah do you remember at cc when they used the globe and the sun we were like okay maybe it's not flat that's actually pretty convincing <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like so why is it so cold in space yeah if we're closer to the sun <laughs> And oh you were like, why is it so dark? And I was like, there's something about a reflection, something about some water. I was I like, heard. anytime I sit by a fire, I get warm. She was somebody. like, there's no water around the fire to reflect. There's no glow there's no- dome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And these are the questions that I, you know. As we vacuum. Oh, my God. Washing machine yeah. and yeah. fold laundry. And pick up We're like, why does the Bible say the four corners of the earth? I was like, does that mean north, south, west, east, something like that? But again, but then we I think the earth is round. They, they have landed on the. Yeah, we have landed on. You know, there are the only two round. genders. Right, the yeah, earth on, is round. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> another podcast. Yeah, another yeah. But what I'm saying is other truth yes. and science claims. Yeah. Life, life begins at conception. Yes. There are we, only two genders. Have, All these yeah. very controversial things. Yeah, yeah. And the it, earth it's is controversial, but it's really not. Yeah, yeah, because it's there's the truth, and that's it. And yeah. enough of this, you know what? Enough of this, my truth, your truth. you live your truth. No, yes. you're, there's just a lie or yeah. the truth. That's yeah. it. So if your truth is not consistent with the truth, then you're just a liar. So we should just accept that. Mm. Right? It's delusion. Yeah. yeah. Delusion. And we can't entertain that. As Christians, we are required not to entertain that. Yes. We want to be uh, preserving and promoting of truth yep. between man and man. So, um, well, again, thank you gals so much for coming on the show there i'm sure there will i'm i'm hopeful that there will be hearts stirred and conviction and repentance and hopefully encouragement because i mean with repentance with 
the revelation that hopefully God gives with the conviction that the Holy Spirit gives that there will be um, a change in circles amongst women, you know, Mm -hmm. that uh, we are the weaker vessel. So let's be aware of that. Let's understand that we do need help and there's no shame in saying to a sister, you know, that we can't handle a certain temptation for things Mm -hmm. that is a building up of one another and um, being charitable and being loving and caring about their name too, Mm -hmm. you know, caring about our good name and our reputation. Mm -hmm. We are, we are to, to care about those things. So um, yeah, so good. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and Uh, yeah, we will talk again soon. So thankful to have Lavinia, Nicole, and Taylor on the show for this episode. I guess both of these episodes. Um, I just love bringing together friends in different parts of my life. So to introduce them to one another was a treat all its own for me. Um, So for you listeners who have listened to the show and heard Nicole, she usually is a lot more involved in these conversations. And I was kind of surprised when I was listening back that she took so much of the back seat. And I do have her permission to share this, but after we recorded, um, I jokingly was like, girl, you did not talk a lot. Like what was going on? And she's like, I'm sorry. The Lord was at work. Like this episode, uh, even you can hear her say that she felt ministered to. And so... I mean, we laughed about it and it's, it's totally fine. I was not by, she like apologized and I was like, please do not apologize. That is so not even the point at all. Um, but I just hope that you, um, take away from this, that if you need to ask for forgiveness, that you would go and ask for forgiveness from the person that you gossip against. And, um, just God used this in such a way, in such a growing, as, as a growing opportunity for her, for me, and for hopefully all of you listening. And I just bring this point up because um, I mentioned in the first episode that we, the gals who recorded this episode, we just come to this topic um, just as continual works in progress. We do not have this mastered by any means, and we still need Christ every day for these things. So I hope that you share some of these episodes with your friends in a very loving and kind way. If you um, feel like this is maybe an area that the Lord is calling you to to grow in, or perhaps just giving you some sort of conviction that maybe this you hear part of yourself or part of your own justification for, for your sin in this way. And there is hope in Christ, friends. So um, just I hope that you are encouraged by this. And again, share it with a friend. Get accountability. Start talking about conspiracy theories or, or you know, more. theology is also a great thing to dig into. What do you believe? Why do you believe it? What does the Bible say? Um, so... I just hope that this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please leave a five-star review on Apple. Um, You can leave a five-star rating on Apple and then also leave a review. It would be so, so kind and helpful to the show. Um, You can hit the subscribe button so you get every episode when they drop on Wednesdays. 
And if you liked it and want to share it, tag the show on Instagram because then I can reshare it. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Um, The episode from last week already has like 70 plus views, which put it at number three for all time listened to episodes, which is literally crazy. I am so blessed by everyone who is listening and sharing and um, just supporting the show and in, in supporting this hobby. And I just hope that the Lord is glorified in it. And it's, it's so fun for me to get to do. And um, there is so many more good conversations ahead on this season. I cannot wait. So subscribe because you guys are going to want to hear these every Wednesday for the next mm, seven weeks or so. Um, so, okay. Love you guys. Mean it. Until next time, friends.